Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Welcome back to another episode of Way Too Wifey. I'm your host, Respectfully Gabby, and in this podcast, we talk all about dating and relationships in this modern day. I cannot freaking believe that this is the last podcast episode of the year. 2020, I my mind right now is already on 2023. I feel like I have been constantly thinking that it's already 2023, like I'm over this year. I also thought this was going to be a huge year for me, and it ended up being just, like, subpar, but, you know, we have a couple weeks left. Um, If you're watching this, I'm recording this early, but um, if you're watching this, we have, like, a week left, if not. Thank you for everyone that has tuned in this year. Um, It's only been about six months that I've made this podcast, but I swear I'm so excited for what's to come in 2023. I just feel like this is about to be a huge year for me. 2022 just didn't just didn't do it not a lot of shit happened until like maybe this last month of December when everything is just starting to like come together literally break apart if I'm being honest I'm losing a lot of friends we're going into the year a fresh clean slate and that I appreciate and if you are part of my journey this year I appreciate you so much even if we don't talk anymore even if we are not cool anymore we didn't end up on bad terms. If that's how you think that we ended, then maybe rethink the narrative. But we're all fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> but let's hop into the episode. I wanted to do this episode because I actually had a TikTok that went, um, got pretty big. It was about emotional, like being emotionally unavailable. I'm not going to lie. It took me a lot of time to self-reflect and kind of realize like, oh my God, maybe I might be slightly emotionally unavailable and maybe that's why I haven't attracted the right person yet but it took me you know probably a couple guys ago just realizing like maybe I am still entertaining these little fuck boys because um I myself am not ready or I'm like scared to settle down or scared of a commitment or scared of something real and it took me realizing that and I'm like okay what other reasons would I have that are maybe signs of me being emotionally unavailable. So I made a list and I want to go into the new year with like a new mindset and like how to heal this, how to become emotionally available because I feel like most of our generation today is emotionally unavailable. So I wanted to, you know, make 2023 my emotionally available year. And how are we going to do that together? Well, let's figure out, let's start off with the seven ways to tell if you are emotionally unavailable. Number one, you are dating people that constantly are hurting you. So what I mean by that is that if you are constantly going after the F boy, the F girl, and like thinking that you're going to change them, thinking that you are going to have them settle down, thinking that this is your person and you constantly, you know, deep down, they're probably going to hurt you, but you still want to entertain the idea of, you know, what if, what if I'm the one that changes them? Or like, what if I, 
can be that person that changes this person's mind. If you are entertaining these people still and you know that they're constantly hurting you, you yourself are probably emotionally unavailable just because I know when there is, when you are completely healed, when you are healed and ready for something real, that isn't even a thought in your mind. Like I honestly can tell you right now that moving forward, the like F boy is not attractive to me anymore. It's actually like a big turnoff as I'm beginning to really heal myself. So that is number one. Number two is um, the nice guy or the nice girl. Do they seem boring to you? I have had so many people. This isn't necessarily me because I am definitely warming up the I, to the idea. Um, and I actually know that I want this now. But the nice guy and the nice girl, I've noticed so many of my own friends um, being like, ew, like, no, I could never, um, they can never date these kind of people, but like, and then they go after the people that are toxic and, um, you know, are definitely going to hurt them. It's because you haven't yielded. And when you are at the point, until you are at the point where you're like, I absolutely cannot go into another relationship where this person is going to hurt me, I am sick and tired of this shit. I don't want to be treated like shit anymore. Until you're at that point, you are never going to be ready to get into a healthy relationship you are going to overlook the nice guy and nice girl because it seems boring because you don't have those highs and lows of like what if you know what if this is like actually something like meaningful and real you know and that scares people so number three this one i used to do but i don't do so much anymore i'm actually like very good about cutting things right where they're at but number three is if the person if you continuously talk to people that live out of your state, out of your city, whatever, if someone lives elsewhere and you continue to attract people that live elsewhere, there was a time in my life where every single person that I was talking to did not live by me. And that is because I was emotionally unavailable. And also, when people live far away from you, you know that it can't turn into anything. So in your mind, you're like, okay, I like the idea of having someone around, but it's not too serious. It's not going to get too crazy, but I can still text them when I'm bored and um, maybe I'll see them. Maybe I won't. But at the end of the day, we're not going to get into a relationship. And that is why a lot of people are more open to entertaining people from out of the state, out of the country, out of wherever, because likely the chances of that happening are very slim and if it does happen that story that you have behind it is like oh my god how romantic that we like talked and we had this long distance fling and then one of us moved into the other place like it's a cute story i get it but more likely than not if you are only entertaining people that live far away you're probably emotionally unavailable number four you get turned off when people are actually interested in you. I have so many friends. I'm thinking of one specifically. They're probably never going to watch this video. I'm not going to lie. So this person, whenever someone likes them, they're immediately like, ew, why are you so obsessed with me? Like, why are you so obsessed with me? It's like this person would actually probably be a good fit for you if you were in the mindset of like, hey, I actually want a relationship. I want to entertain a relationship right now. But you are overlooking this person because they actually like you. So you are going to continue to go after the person that is bad for you and doesn't want you because that thrill and that chase and the ups and downs and the highs and lows is what you're addicted to. Number five, 
inconsistent communication and keeping people at a distance. If you are so scared to get close to someone, this is also like an ang- uh, avoided attachment style. But if you don't want to communicate with someone very frequently and like the thought of getting some getting close to someone is freaky to you, you're probably emotionally unavailable. This is also a trait of being avoidant attachment. And we'll get into that maybe in a different episode. But if this sounds like you, if this one resonated with you, maybe look at avoidant attachment style and um, do some research on that. Um, Number six, hard time expressing your emotions. So if you have a hard time in knowing what you feel and expressing how you feel, that is probably a good indication that when you, if you're not in touch with your emotions, you're emotionally unavailable. Like, direct correlation of not being emotionally available. If you have a hard time expressing how you feel, that is a good sign that you are not ready to settle down. Because, like, if you think about it, if you're really in a healthy relationship and a good relationship and you want to succeed in your relationship, the thought of getting into that relationship you have to be okay with expressing how you feel because if you don't, there's going to be a wedge between your relationship and you're never going to fully succeed because you have to be able to communicate and express what bothers you, how you're feeling, you know, and like getting past those humps. And if you can't do that, then it's really good indication this probably is not going to work out long-term. Number eight, this one kind of took me by surprise. I actually had, um, an episode a couple weeks ago where um, Kijana came on my podcast and she was saying how number eight being if your friends around you are emotionally unavailable, you are probably emotionally unavailable. And that one really hit home with me because I know a lot of my friends are emotionally unavailable. There's It's like split up. So the people that I hang out with the most, I think, are probably the most emotionally unavailable. So that's a telltale sign that, hey, maybe I should look at, you know, why I am emotionally unavailable. And that is the next part of this segment is why do we become emotionally unavailable and how to change it? I think that why we are emotionally unavailable is someone obviously hurt you. And that's like really what it comes down to. Someone or something hurt you. And now you are retracting every single feeling because you do not want to feel that way ever again. So getting to that root cause of who hurt you, I tend to like my best way of like fixing this solution or fixing this and finding a solution is write down every single person that has hurt you. Let's start with even just in 2020 or 2022. Wow. Am I okay? Um, just this year, and honestly, you can go back, like, I feel like our parents are, are usually, like, the first indicators of, you know, someone hurting us, or, like, the opposite sex, if that's what you're into, those people hurting us first, so if you want to go back that far, we can, but who hurt you this year? Write their names down, and then I like to write them, if it's still, like, festering and on my mind, I like to write these people letters, I do not send them, but I'll write them out, fuck you, I'm just kidding. Um, but I will write them letters like, hey, like, I'm so glad that we had this time that we shared together, blah, blah, blah. Like, and write down everything that you feel, everything, and then burn that shit and release it. Let it go. Do not let that person dictate 
how you're going to move forward in your life because that person doesn't should not have that much control over your own life, your own feelings. Just because one person hurt you doesn't mean that everyone is going to hurt you. And you have to believe that there are good people out there. And then once you've done that, replacing that these unemotion or emotionally unavailable thoughts. So like if you're thinking like, oh, every guy sucks, replacing that thought with there are really good guys out there and I can't wait to meet them or like something like that, you know, but replacing all of those thoughts and it is like, it's not a one and done situation. So it's not something healing is not a linear process. There's going to be ups and downs days where you're creeping back. I know that there's days for me where I creep back and like, maybe I'll just dabble into this a little bit. Maybe I'll just, you know, talk to that guy that I know is not good for me. Miss, me and Mr. Wrong get along so good. <laughs> but then I'm like realizing, why am I doing this? Why am I, why do I keep wasting my time with these guys? Because what I realize is when you waste your time with these people, you're proving to yourself, you're telling yourself that you do not deserve a good and healthy love, that you don't deserve someone to treat you well. And so you continue to loop back around to these little toxic people and it's just a cycle that keeps repeating until you get to the root cause of why you keep doing this. So write why you think you keep doing this and what brings you back to that. I just like there's some days where I do creep back and then I'm like, I'm I'm wasting my time when I could be bettering myself. I'm wasting their time because what am I, what are either of us really getting out of this? And then I'm wasting the time that I could potentially be spending with friends with myself, bettering myself, or spending time with someone who actually wants the same things as me. Instead of going after these guys, if you even have the thought of entertaining them, there's probably a chance that you are emotionally unavailable. And I want you to just think why that is. Write everything down. Journaling helps so much. Seriously, so much. Sit down with yourself. A lot of people don't do this. But you really have to think about, like, you show up to your job every single day whenever you are scheduled. You show up for your friends. You show up for, like, family. Like, you show up for every single other person, every other thing in your life. Show up for you. Actually take the time to sit down and, like, give yourself some time by yourself, uninterrupted, no phones, no cell phones, no computers, TVs, nothing. Like, just sit down with yourself and actually get to the root cause of this. A lot of people don't do this, and that's why a lot of people do not heal. That is like the first steps, like really finding out why you are emotionally unavailable and then changing those beliefs and, you know, slowly start to become more vulnerable. Be a little bit more open about sharing your feelings and thoughts and how you are processing your emotions. Being open to sharing those things with your the people around you, the people close to you. That is how you going, are going to overcome being emotionally unavailable. I really hope that 2023 is like a happy and healthy year for everyone. I just really think that it's going to be a really big year for me, hopefully. <laughs> I say this every year. <laughs> Why are we lying to ourselves? <laughs> no, honestly, I just feel like finally I found like a good path that I'm on. So that is why I feel like, you know, I've been consistent with the podcast. I am working on some other things I can't wait to share with you guys. There's going to be a lot of things that happen next year that are going to open a lot of doors. So if you're along for the ride, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. If you could, please hit that subscribe, turn on your bell notifications.